morning and a very happy Tuesday to every single one of you that's in the house right now. Welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your hostess with the mostest and it's Tuesday. So it's Coffee and Conspiracies, the Queen of the Flock, Short Shit Show. Ooh, look at this. We're going. And the fish. Are they frozen? Nope, they're good. Whoa. They're just staring. Maybe. That's right. You got fish. Yeah. I got a fish tank. We're all set. We're all set. We are in with the fish today. So we're going to really quick before we get started. We're going to run through the roster. Chad was the first one in here. Angie was right after him this morning. Black Widow, Mimi Collin, Ashley, Scott Meyer. Scott bought some of our coffee and one of our fucking A. Johnson mugs. And he sent me a picture of it yesterday. It's on Instagram. You guys can go find it. Um, I got to get your coffee. I got to get your oh coffee. Oh my God. I got to get one of the coffee mugs. Like the fucking A. Johnson ones are amazing. Um, And they got like the axe. Uh, they got like the X uh, anchors. It's just, they turned out really cool. I don't know. So Ashley and Josh, you found us. Hello, Josh Webb from TikTok. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Misty Fire, Kelly Smith, Jenna Paga, Jenna P. What's up? <laughs> Shit mess. Shit mess. Good morning. Sonia Brown. I saw you in here already. Look at Sonia Brown. Bright and early. Up and ready to go. The Wicked Wolf is also in here. Ruth, Josh, Alicia. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. You guys, good morning and a very happy Tuesday to all of you. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the show. Today, we are going to kind of piggyback on the last show we did. So for those of you who were here with Queen of the Flock and I last week, we talked about Ascension and Escaping the Matrix. We got as far as Ascension and what it is. And we didn't even the, we didn't even like get really into not Ascension. Really. We, just, we got we into the symptoms it. of Ascension and we we talked about what Ascension feels like and why it sucks and it's garbage. And then the live was over. Hung Flu Poo in here dropping deuces already. Hung Flu Poo, I love your face. Thank you so much. Kathy, good morning. D Ballsy, good morning. Edward, good morning. Um, Wendy, good morning. We so we, we did. We brushed on it. We watched a video. We went through the symptoms. We had a lot of really great questions, which I think was, it was, a, it was kind of a popular. I mean, the live itself is doing really well. I'm still getting a lot of interaction, a lot of questions on it, a lot of DMs about it. People were very interested in, in Ascension because I think a lot of us started to ascend. Well, I think not only a lot of us started to ascend, but those of us that were already on that path, it got like jump started. Like, Ready or not, you're doing this, right? Mm -hmm. And then I think the other thing too is a lot of the stuff, and I know we briefly touched on this last time, is it's just putting a name to it. Like, oh, I've been doing this forever. Like, oh, I've always thought this, or oh, I've always been doing this. And now it's just called something, right? Like you've you're right. finally able to put a label on it. Right. And we talked about that because you and I, yeah. Jen is another one that does it kind of like we do. So we do all the stuff backwards, right? And yeah. I think one of the the there was a quote that I saw about Ascension and about a spiritual waking. And sometimes people, and maybe it was a quote that you sent me. So sometimes people, they, they just start to awaken because they can't stand the suffering anymore. They can't That's, stand. I sent you that. I sent you that. Yeah, yes, it was. You can't stand. And I really thought about that this morning and, and kind of what kicked this all off for me. Because I feel like I've been ascending for a while now, like really what it's called ascending. But again, and then you, I know you feel kind of the same way too. Like, I don't know that we were ever asleep. I can remember being a lot younger and getting like headaches. I used to get lots of headaches. And I remember nothing really helping the headache, but and to the point where I would start to question why it hurts. Like what, what is like, what is hurt? And right. why is it, why is it hurt? Like, why is it, what if it, what if this is supposed to feel good? Like, what if this is supposed to be a good feeling right. instead of a bad feeling? But maybe I was just always taught that this... Because I used to think it because it was really how you bad. It. It's all because it's on how you perceive it, mm -hmm. which was really interesting. Because I, I used to get really into that 
a lot trying to kind of make it go away because you know nothing would really help. Christine, good morning. So we we really got into Ascension and we're going to touch base back on that today. We're going to talk more about Ascension. Uh, I, re- I have a really good video about escaping the matrix because it's all kind of connected. You ascend as you kind of step out of the matrix and what that kind of looks like um, as far as as you as real people, not so much maybe just in the movies, but as real people living real 3D lives. Right. Yes. But in, in the movies, though, I mean, there's they, there's a lot of truth in movies, right? Like there's a there lot is. of shit now, like now that you have a different understanding of it and a different perspective and you watch stuff and you're like, oh, my God, it's been there the whole time. Oh, my God. And we we realized that I think that started with Hollywood for me. Like it was like, yeah, how you can't make jokes about that. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, like oh, you're like, my God, yeah. the truth is there the whole time. Yeah. And then it's just sprinkled with bullshit and pre- presented as a movie. So we think it's fake. Correct. So but we've got, I have a video, I have a video that kind of talks of about course, exactly I that. Love I love my videos. I love videos. I have a video that talks about that exact thing and we're going to watch it. But before we watch it, shit mess. Thank you. I love your faces. You guys, I love your faces. Shit Thank you for awesome. the tips. Thank you for everything. Um, I've got to do a thing really quick before we do that. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more. We'll watch the video and then we'll kick her off. So we're going to do the thing in five, four, three, two, one thing. Hey there. And welcome to the show. Be sure to check us out at beardedbeancoffeecompany.com for your very own bag of shipwreck show coffee. Let the taste and aroma of hazelnut stimulate your senses as you kick back, relax, and ch- catch the next show. And for all your health and wellness needs, we have teamed up with rogershood.com, ariesessentials.com to take care of cleansing your body of unwanted toxins and calming your nervous system with oils, body butter, and gummies. Use shipwreck five for 5% off of your Parify kit with rogershood and shipwreck 20 for 20% off all of your Aries essentials. Be sure to check out our merch as well. All of the links that I've just rattled off are listed in the description below. I love your faces. Thank you for being here. Thank you for everything that you do. Enjoy the show. Bye, guys. Hooray! So we're coffee, we're caffeinated, we're deworming. Here we are. Scott, he likes the coffee. The coffee is really good. Um, Scott said so. I mean, I haven't tried it yet, but definitely check it out. And obviously, we all have worms, so we're working on that too. I got my no, my I can't. Yeah, I we had I don't this know, conversation. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do it. Yeah, I don't. It's sitting there. I, I'm going with I'm going with what Shitmas told me. She was like, "Listen, I bought the thing. I supported the cause. I don't know if I can cause the support." I know. I've worked. I'm. I, you know what? I'm gonna try it because I've got her coming back on in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna talk to her more about it. She wants to do like a big social media cleanse, and I'm here for it. Like I'm, I'd be with, lying if I said I wasn't a little nervous though. Like I am, I'm a little nervous. Though. I'm okay with the worms coming out. Uh-huh. It's where they're gonna come out that I have. I struggle. See, I'm, struggle. I'm not. I'm not. I don't even worry about that. I, I'm Mars. She, because she had talked about because as you're kind of detoxing, and this just worms is kind of everything. As you're kind of detoxing, it could take a toll on your mental health. And my mental health lately um, has already had a toll taken on it. And so I feel like. Maybe now would not be the best time, but maybe in a couple of weeks we can make it happen. Amanda Harris, good morning. Um, so go get some worm kits. If you don't like worms, get yourself some coffee. If you don't like coffee, you can get yourself a shipwreck show mug. We've got the uh, fucking A. Johnson mugs and the unvaxxed and ready to climax mugs. It's not flat. I actually, I have a whole theory on this. I think it's all of them combined together and I drew it out. The, fl- the earth? Mm-hmm. Who said it was? Oh, over here. Well, we thought we talked about it being a dome. I think it's a dome. 
Yeah, you know, kind of like that. So, right? So like here's yeah. here's your – oh, God, it's backwards. Like here's your flat earth, okay? Mm-hmm. I can't see what I'm pointing at, right? Here's your firmament, your dome, your outer energetic barrier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's there's another realm, right? As above, so mm-hmm. below. So this the is creating the sphere, but it's two like flat earths together, and they can't touch, right? So that's creating hollow earth. I drew it out. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I'm going to do a video on it. I'll tag you. Because it, 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 it combines all of the theories because there's truth in everything. So I think it's all of them. Put but, together. And it, may, it makes sense because there would be, there has to be something in between because they have dug wells, they have dug holes. And we're not going to get into flat earth, but they have dug holes. And when they got so far, they, they called it like the hole from hell. Like they could hear the screams and they put audio down. We did this on the ghost thing the other night. I don't know. We watched that video, but they, it basically, they said they dug all the way to hell and there was screaming and demons and, and then they had to stop because they were so scared. Right. 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 This is what I'm saying. Oh, let's watch your a matrix video. Let's do it. You guys, let's talk about escaping the matrix. So we're going to watch a video. We'll do, maybe we'll do flat earth next week. Fuck it. Um, God, why not? So let's watch the matrix video. And then we're going to talk about Ascension and a matrix and how it all goes. Um, I got, you know what, as we were talking, I didn't even have it pulled up. So give me one. Please hold. Or two. Please hold. Oh my God. Why can't it's this always looks so different on your videos. This always looks so different on the computer. Oh, here it is. The stuff. Um, like, cause I save all these videos to a playlist is what I do because sometimes if it's copy. So just so you know, if you're watching the live later, if it's copyrighted, I have to take the video out of the live you, but you can go to a playlist on here. That's called the stuff and the videos in there. So you can I go watch you. it later. Yep. That's how we get around the copyright. So the video is about six minutes long and it's good. I listened to it before I hopped in the shower this morning. I thought it was good. I don't know. Uh, share screen. Maybe. Are we up? Is it up there? It's loading. It's up. I can see it, but it's loading. These tricks aren't taught. Imagine if you woke up one day and realized that everything you've been told is a lie. (laughs) What if society has been lying to you since you were born? What if you don't have limitations and can achieve nearly anything? How would you feel? What would knowing this do to your belief system? If you've seen the movie The Matrix, you know exactly what I'm talking about. In the movie, Keanu Reeves plays a character named Neo. Very early in the film, he's given a choice of taking one of two pills, the blue pill or the red pill. If he takes the blue pill, he wakes up from his dreamlike state and goes back to a life as if nothing had happened. But if he takes the red pill, he learns all the secrets and mysteries of life. With the red pill, he can reach his full potential and do things that most can't even imagine. And if he chooses the red pill, he can never go back to his old reality and the way of being. Eventually, he makes the tough choice and chooses the red one. He chooses the path of most resistance to finally learn what he's always felt. That there is more to life than meets the eye. And he discovers just that. But here's the thing. The Matrix just isn't a movie. It's a documentary for how most people live their life. Most people unintentionally choose the blue pill and accept life for what it is. 
Most people through unconscious programming by society simply go through life without real questioning their beliefs and what is possible for themselves. Most people live in a world where the truth has been pulled over their eyes to shield them from truth. You might be thinking, how is this possible? The answer is simple. In fact, the secret has been known for centuries by thought leaders and philosophers in all different civilizations. The secret is that without you knowing it, is that you are being programmed since you were born. As Aristotle said, give me a child until he's seven and I will show you the man. The reason is that the first seven years of life, you are being programmed. You are being programmed by the people closest to you. Your parents, your family, your teachers, and the people you've looked up to directly or indirectly shaping your identity. During this time, your brain is like a sponge. Anything that is told to you is accepted as truth, even if it is not. In the first seven years, your brain is trying to interpret information and help you learn how to coexist with others to survive. But here's the problem. You are being programmed without you knowing it. You are told how to think about the world. You are told how to act, behave, and feel about everything. Your beliefs are being shaped and molded into every part of your life. From how you think about money, health, relationships, and everything else. But the problem is, these beliefs aren't actually yours. They were given to you by the people who raised you. And they were given their beliefs by the people that raised them. Ultimately, these thoughts and perceptions that you hold in your mind create your reality. If you don't like your reality, you need to understand that you are creating it. Luckily, you can change that reality. You can escape the matrix. You can create a world and a life that you want. But once you take the red pill, you are out of the modern day matrix and understand that you are in control. No one else is because your brain can recreate the programs of your life. But you need to take 100% responsibility to wake up and get out of the matrix. Once you realize that you can consciously program your mind and bend it to your will, you can do things that you never thought possible. Your new life model needs to be 100% possible 100% of the time. But the first step is to believing that anything is possible. This is actually the hard part. This will feel weird and might not even feel possible based on your past programming because your entire life you have been told what is possible and what is not. If you don't check those statements and beliefs which were given to you by other people, you will create that reality even if you don't want it. The real truth is that you can do nearly anything you set your mind to. Your mind has so much power than you can ever realize. Sadly, this information isn't shared in the modern day education. These tricks aren't taught in school because they don't want people to realize their potential is nearly limitless. Instead, they want to keep people exactly where they are and not disrupt the system. They want you to play it safe, get a good education, get a job, work for 50 years, retire and die. They want you to play it safe. But if you believe that the brain itself is the matrix and that the impossible is only possible because you believe it to be, your life will change. You will begin to realize that virtually anything is possible once you harness the power of your mind. Because now you are no longer limited by what is possible and what is not possible. Now you are only limited by the skills that you possess in life. Skills are what is holding you back from accomplishing your dreams, not your potential. Once you take the red pill, start evolving by identifying the gap of the skill sets that stands between who you are right now and who you want to become. Once you get super clear about what you want to accomplish in life and believe it's possible, it comes down to learning the skills needed. While you don't need to save the world like Neo, you owe it to yourself to reach your full potential.
But just remember, whatever it is, you can do it. You can make that leap. So I want to remind you to continue to dream and dream big. There is nothing you cannot be and nothing you cannot have once you get out of the matrix. Once you take 100% responsibility for your life and defy what society has told you since you were a kid, the world is yours because your reality is simply your perception. It's time to wake up. It's time to escape the matrix once and for all. You were born to make a difference. Don't let society tell you otherwise. Holy balls. How was that for motivational morning? That was, that was probably one of your best videos. I've got to say that was a really good, I, and yeah. I, when I listened to it this morning, I'm like, dang, yeah, we need to listen to this one. Um, yeah. It's actually in a motivational playlist on another channel, which I thought was interesting. Can you, can you, when you get a chance, can you send me that in Telegram, that link? I sure can. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. Um, I would really like to post that in my, in my, oh. that's, a good, that's a good one. What's happening? It's still playing. Okay. I was like, wow, mm. I love it. Alicia, she loved it. Burkle, good morning. The word television and drive and vision. And yes, certain elites are programs. And so we have just, been, yeah, nobody watches TV anymore. I don't think uh, <laughs> if we're being really honest. So let's, let's talk, let's talk about this part really quick. Let's talk about escaping the matrix in your words. Like in your words, what, what does that look like for escaping the matrix? Like, what did that look like for you when you started? Cause I think we're still, everybody talks about how they no longer live in the matrix, but honestly, I think it's still a process. Like I think you go through, I'm still got limiting beliefs on certain things. I thought about this this morning too. Like I still got things I got to work on that I haven't let go of yet when it comes to this, uh, being fully in, I just, out of the matrix. You know I, I mean? feel like one of the one of the important things to to recognize first is like this is a process. Like this shit takes years. Like it takes practice and it takes a lot of shedding away from all of this other stuff. So like, oh yeah, like you know, we we talk about 5D and 3D. None of us are there yet. Like none no. of us are there. None of us we can talk about it. We can, we can actively participate in going towards that. But if you think you're just going to wake up one morning, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to do any of this anymore. I'm going to go into 5D. Like it doesn't have, it's not, it doesn't happen like that. Nope. And I think escaping the matrix, first of all, you have to, for me, it was like, it was recognizing, holy shit, there is a matrix, right? Like there is a program thing. Like you go through the grocery store and you just see all of these lines of food and everything. And it's all the same. And it's just constant repetition. And you wake up and you're doing the same thing every day. And I think one of the, and you know, like we've spoken about earlier about never really being asleep, right? Like never really waking up, but there's these milestones where like your, your, your awareness changes, right? Like you just, you hit these milestones and you're like, holy fuck, holy fuck. Right. And I think one of my biggest ones was, um, when I left, I was, in a previous marriage. Um, and I was working like 65 hours a week at, you know, a manager at a car dealership, like super fucking miserable and unhappy. And yeah, I was making good money. Yeah. For what? And though, I think that's right? where a lot of people kind of get stuck in. Like, I they think money's I, happiness. 
I quit my job. I left my husband at the time. I packed up all of my shit that I could in my truck and I bounced from New York. And it was the best decision that I ever made. And that was one of the really big milestones for me was like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore just because I'm supposed to. Like, I'm not, no, 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 we're not going to do that. Well, because that's what, and, and we are, you're a program. Right. Even, but even before you, even before birth, while you're still in the womb, because you, you know, when gen- generational. Yep. You absorb all of your generations programmings while you're in the womb and then you come out. And, and so being able to come out of the matrix or being able to, to fully wake up, it, it isn't it's just what she said. Like, it's not done overnight. It's done in pieces. It's done in mm-hmm. stages. It's, that's why they call it a great awakening. They don't call it like you're, you know, awake. I feel like, I don't know that again, I don't know that we've ever been, I've ever really been asleep. Like, cause I question everything, but the difference between that and, and like maybe somebody else is that, I had a lot of trauma. And so like, I think when you have trauma, you view the world in a much more cynical matter, which allows you to start questioning a lot of authority very early on in life. I, I can't remember a time where I didn't question authority or I didn't have, I even can't, I can't really think of a lot of times where I had a lot of respect for a person just because they were a person of authority. I'm like, I don't care who you are. Like I, you know, Right. You haven't like, done anything to earn my respect. Are you a piece of shit? Your yeah. job title you is anything. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that if you have certain things that happen to you, you've got trauma, like, you know, and bad trauma. And we talk a lot about Generation X because I feel like Generation X as a collective shares the same kind of trauma. And it's like the abandonment issues, right? We didn't really have parents. We were latchkey kids. So we weren't like the boomers who were the generation before us where they had, uh, you know, the divorce wasn't really talked about. Two parents home. Mom is usually home. Stayed home. Mom made bread. You come home from school and and mom was there. That We didn't really have that. But we weren't like the millennials either where it was kind of far to the other side where it was a lot of single parents and a lot of, you know, doing that kind of thing. We kind of had this where we raised ourselves. We didn't, we just, cause everybody had to work and cause everything sucked and you raised yourself. And I think that's why this, this generation X generation Y and, and you could be like early millennials too. I've had people come at me about that. I They're like, well, I'm a boomer me. and I'm awake. I'm like, well, you are one off. Okay. I, I think I, gotta it's this look I can't remember for the life of me, what these fucking generations are. How old are you? I'm 31. So I was okay, born in so 90. you would be like the early, you would be the early millennial in, in the way right. that I, there, I know there's it. two millennial categories. Like there's like, there the is, millennials, and then there's like the old school millennials. Mm-hmm. And then there's Gen X, which is like early, early-ish mid seventies to like maybe mid eighties, depending on what you look at. Or so there's are you Gen, like Gen X, X then? I would be like Gen Y. So I've, there's like a two years, oh, so like Wolf and I, Wolf and I <laughs> talked about this. So this is like generation Y. There was like a two year, three year, four year gap where we were like our own little weird generation, like Y2K. We were the Y2K kids. That's kind of how that worked. But I, I noticed that when when I talk to people who are far, maybe old or newer millennials, um, maybe it's not so much the older millennials, but the newer millennials and the boomers, like there's this, this huge difference in understanding. And I just I think that that's why the majority of like Gen X, Gen Y they, I don't know that any of them, and again, you could be a one-off. Okay. I get it. There's a lot of the ones. This isn't a cookie cutter. This is this just isn't a, a cookie cutter. This is like a generalization, a gray area, but a lot of the ones we, we experienced more of the Mandela effect. 
that was a big eye-opening thing for me. My whole childhood, essentially, when I sit down and look at the Mandela effects, was a fucking Mandela effect. My whole the thing, Bernstein Bears, you know, all of the stuff that I was the raised Mandela on. effect in itself is a fucking Mandela effect. Nelson I know Mandela is a Mandela effect. That's what I'm saying. The Xennials hey, hey, was another turmeric. How do you spell turmeric? T U M U R I C. Something like that. Why? Why? They changed it. It's T U R M E R I C. No, see, we're not going to get into this today. No, we're not going to ruin ship's day with more Mandela effects. Okay. Ruth Bader Ginsburg died twice. Come and fucking fight me. Okay. The Haynes thing always had a cornucopia. Don't do not come for me. Oh, but here's the, well, here's the difference is like a lot of us were a lot of the same age too. When nine 11 happened, I have this theory about nine 11. Are you, are you ready for this for a hot minute? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always down for a theory. Lay so 9-11 was a big event. And, and I'd watched this video on TikTok from this lady. She was talking about timelines. So essentially her theory is, is that there's multiple timelines and basically you can bounce between the timelines and you mm-hmm. are you in a different timeline, a lot of times just doing the same thing. So there's, there's two of us doing the same thing this morning, just in a different timeline, maybe five minutes ahead or 10 minutes ahead. Mm-hmm. Five All minutes right. Behind I'm, I'm following. I'm tracking. You're with me. Okay. I'm with you. I totally so, agree. Her theory was though, if you die in one timeline, mm-hmm. you simply move consciousness, your consciousness to another timeline and you just keep going. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's where a lot of like your Mandela effects come into play because you're in a different timeline. But things are different. That's something. Things are just a little bit different, just enough to know. This is where um um deja vu kind of comes into play. Things are just mm. a little bit. I have different. a different theory on deja vu. Well, this was this was her. So this was her. Mm-hmm. She and she went on about it. But what I so then when we talk about nine eleven, okay, and we talk about like Generation X because we were all about the same age. What if nine eleven? What if there was already like a massive to her big thing was like the mass extinction, right? Like the world ending, the the mass, whatever. What if 9-11 was actually bigger than we know it to be? Like, like it was supposed to be, because it was supposed to have all of these other planes and something went wrong and like one plane landed in a field. And what if it was much bigger? What if it had actually wiped out, you know, a lot of humanity and everybody just shifted consciousness? into this next timeline we'll see and it was an i wish i kept the video it was extremely different it it was really interesting i I agree with that only 2012 what was in 2012 i lost my rock i just i feel like 2012 not only dealt with like the calendar and everything which is wrong to fucking begin with but i mm-hmm. and then if you look into cern and everything but 911 i mean 2011 2012 i mean i, I i'm not i agree i i agree with yeah. the theory well and maybe like, maybe it i was agree both. with the maybe catastrophic 2000... the yeah. catastrophic wipeout i agree with the shifting of consciousness i agree with like the different time like jumping shifting into into consciousness but the mandela effect i think is like when oh geez is when two of the like the two realms kind of like collided and like merged into their own timeline right which is why some stuff is weird for some people because we're from a different timeline like my husband and i will go 
all day long. There were four people in the car when JFK died. And he was like, no, there was six. And I'm like, no, there was fucking four. Like, I remember learning this. There was four. There was four. He's He will die on the hill, but it was six. And now it's six. Like, in this reality, it's six. You pull it up, it's six. And I'm like, no, it was, it was fucking four. I remember it being four when I learned about it in school. Mm-hmm. There was somebody in the driving, somebody in the passenger seat, and then JFK and his wife. Right. Back. Um, but now, so now, yes, now when you go watch it, there's six. Six. It's like, who the hell are these other people? Also, when did we get a fifth ocean? <gasps> did I just break? Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, I know. Because we learned about the four in school. Oh my there's god, like, I just had this flashback of Mr. Sulker. <laughs> In my biology, talking about, we had to learn this. Like, it was on a test. It was on a test. <laughs> I sucked in school. I sucked in school, which is also why I think that so Gen X, was, we all sucked in school. I, like was, Gen X just, I almost failed. Gen X was the end of, of the school. The, the I feel like Generation X, Generation Y was the end of, like, school as, as it should have been. And this is when the indoctrination started was shortly after. Like, even if my sister, who's only, like, a year and a half behind me, like, started with her. Like we were right on the cusp, but you're right. There's the Atlantic, the Pacific, the Indian. And the Atlantic. What's the the fifth one? So what's the fifth one? The Southern. The Southern. Yeah. Yeah. Where did the Southern ocean come from? See, why aren't more people talking about this? (laughs) Why are we so fucked up? Wait, hold on. Is there Oh, it's the Southern Arctic. The Arctic. Ocean. The Arctic. Isn't that the full thing of it? The, the Arctic Southern was the Arctic. fourth. Correct. Oh, so Arctic, Pacific, Atlantic, Indian. But my kids, my kids know there to be five oceans. Yeah. I never, I, and when they talked about it, I just never, I was just like, yeah. Yeah, no, there's five now. Okay, we got to move on. I can't do this today. <laughs> Let's move on. I can't, I can't do this today. The Antarctic, the Atlantic, the Pacific I can't the do Indian. this today. I can't. I can't. The Indian Ocean. So, so remember last time? Remember last episode when we had all changed subjects for you? Ship, I got you, girl. Because, and San, no, hold on. San, Sandra says I've never heard of that. Uh, probably because you're not being taught it. Like, you're not in school. Like, my kids, they have uh, science. It's in their science, and they're learn- they learned about the oceans early this year. And they're homeschooling. And so I have to watch all this. Like, it's like, because I have to sit here and do it with them. But I do. But, they're right. There's five. Yeah. They talk and now there's the Southern ocean. ocean. Yeah. Now there's the Southern Ocean. Okay. Okay. I can't. I can't. Let's do this. So um, remember last time okay. someone was asking about the the DNA up the twelve strand DNA upgrade, and I was like, I I gotta like I gotta refresh my memory on this. So I did. Um. So apparently there's because I got it pulled up right here. So apparently there's the the two like connected strands of DNA, right? Like the two right. solid ones. And then there's like 10 strands of junk DNA that science has just like, oh, we don't, yeah, it's just, it's just nonsense, right? Like from ancestors and stuff like that. So what the 12 strand DNA, you want to activate and like plug in all 12 strands with all of your chakras and being in alignment and like open to source and connecting to like activate all of the superpowers and the Merkaba star, something like that. You're goddamn right it is, Sonia. I remember when they did this, they, they tried to say Pluto wasn't a planet. It was a star or a sun or some shit. I think they're all portals and they've just been lying to us about everything and space isn't doesn't really exist. Because if I you don't. actually say, okay, okay. If we if we sit down and think about space, let's talk about this for a second. Here, let me blow your let's fucking mind. Let's go. Let's blow our minds. 
<laughs> so let's go. If you actually sit down and think about it, okay, if the sun is the center of the solar system, which I don't believe it to be, and there's nothing to block the sun, why the fuck is space dark? And when they're on the moon taking pictures of Earth, where the fuck are the stars? Well, listen, we're talking about on the like that whole thing is fake too. Even my nine year old knows that now. Thanks to TikTok. However, though, if you're going to fake it, why are there no stars? Well, because I think back then people were so when we talk about we talked about this with like the the first moon landing with when they were on the moon. No, 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 not the first moon landing. I'm just talking about like pictures in space, like fake or not. Where are the stars? Well, no, because this, I mean, like the ones that they pull off NASA, right? Like the ones that you can grab. So, we talked about this last week. There's a picture on NASA about about Mars and how they compared it with like a desert adobe mountain in Utah. And they're the same picture. They yeah. just didn't doc. They, they doctored it up to look different, right. to look red. But because I think, well, because it goes along with my theory that the good guys are in charge and this is all just being kind of trickled down right. so that's, that people that's see it my question, though. and that's then start question. to maybe question it on their own a little bit so that they so don't is, go through like a, a matrix type situation so where why they is space dark then because it just is i'm going to give you a straight up but it isn't though because space isn't what they not. tell us so like it because doesn't fake i don't think we've ever been to space no i don't think we've ever been to space either i think satellites are bullshit and i don't think that we've ever broken through the outer energetic barrier Yep, I don't think we have the. I don't think the satellites in the space are, are a thing. I don't think that does what it's supposed. To, what they tell you that it does. I think everything that you get when you talk about that kind of thing is underground. Because I yeah. watched like a whole series on this. Like they talk about uh, how like your internet, like your internet. You know, because they're, they're all like in the satellite stuff. internet, your satellite TVs, the satellites, your your GPS. No, it's all wired underground. Yeah, which maybe that's why we can't dig to the middle of the earth. Because there's maybe there's like a whole, maybe all these people that live underneath us, they run all this. And I don't know. We're getting out there, but maybe. Like, I don't know. It's I'm all... going to go to Mammoth Cave and I'm going to bring some ropes and, and a hard hat and I'm going to go spelunking to You're going to go down there? So, You're just yeah. going to do it. I'm, I'm going to stay it. here. I'm not going to do that because that doesn't sound like something that aligns with my purpose at this point. You know what? I'll like send you life. a text and let you know how it is. <laughs> I'm kind of digging this timeline. I think I'm going to stay here for now for a while because I'm getting pretty fucking sick of bouncing around. But this, well, and to go back to that, like, that was another thing. She's like, think back into your life. Like, how many times did you have close calls or almost died or had near life or near death experiences? Like, if you have. She's um, like, what if, you actually, what if you actually did die in that timeline? That, so the people, and then, but your consciousness shifted to a new timeline so that you could keep going. And yeah, her whole thing was that you chose, you, you choose to do it. So you could choose to go home to the light, like in that minute. Or you can try and keep going. And so you get moved to another timeline and then you live out the rest of your life in the next timeline, unless something happens and you got to move to another timeline. This is why some people remember things to be one way. And some people like there's six people in JFK's car versus four people. Because it's what reality you came from or what what reality that you're, or you went to. Right. Hmm? It was, I I wish I would have kept it. (laughs) Like Chris was, I think Chris was in this timeline. Right. But like, before that, like I came into the, that's why I think it's four. And he thinks that it's six, but as far as like the near death or like actually dying in that life, like I am, I am all about that fucking theory, mm-hmm. all about it because I'm thoroughly convinced. I was in a really bad car accident when I was 13, like real bad. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I was able to walk away from that and not be severely fucking or die the truck, yep. I, we got T-boned 
and it hit my side of the truck. I was a passenger and the truck flipped over and slid 510 feet on the roof and there was a gas leak. Um, it was pretty fucking traumatic. It was 10 houses down from my house um, right. at the time. And I don't have a lot of memories before that. Like I struggle to remember my childhood. I, and I like I can, I remember the stories, right? I remember this telling people telling me the story, but to actually remember that event or to like recall something before I was 13, I don't remember. You want to, you want to, are we going to go there? We're going to go there. Let's, we let's can go talk there. about this for a minute. Let's so do it. When I was probably nine, uh, myself and Katie McPherson, we used to go to this old railroad track and there was a creek that was probably more of like a gully. Like it, it wasn't really a creek because it was deep. It was a river and it was runoff. So during the springtime, it would go really fast and it was really deep because it was all the snow and the runoff and we would play and we would go down there. We built forts and, and I don't know, find frogs. I fell in and I fell in. And then I, out of nowhere, like, and I fell out, I couldn't get out. I was being sucked down. Cause it, you know, it goes really fast. It's being sucked down. I don't know where she grabbed me and pulled me up. And I'm like, Oh my God, you saved my life. Cause you're nine and dramatic. She's like, what are you talking about? And then I just thought it was really weird. And I was like, well, whatever. And I think at that, cause the things kind of were different after that. Like I felt like that's when like a shift happened for me from like childhood to adulthood. Right. I feel like, and I specifically remember that moment where I just kind of shifted into this little adult. And now I'm, I had this meditation. This is so weird. It's not weird. I had this meditation and this was only like two or three days ago. I talked about it with Jen yesterday or wicked wolf. I talked about it with somebody. So in the meditation, I'm super deep and, and I'm, I'm going down this path and the path opens up. And there's a plantation and it's, you know, it's like an old plantation, like back in the day plantation when, you know, and there was a mother and she was outside and she was hanging laundry on a, on a, on a thing. And there was a little boy who was blonde. He had a striped shirt, jeans. I got, I don't know. He comes running up to her and they're talking and he's going to go back and play. They had at the time, this is how old, like I had a slave. Uh, she was an older African-American woman, a lot bigger. She was like the house that they didn't treat. She was like, but she was, she was like, like, she was like a was, nanny. That was the era though. No, she was like, I got that. She was a slave. Like that was oh, okay. the era, but she wasn't treated poorly. Like she had a good family. She was like a nanny. She took care of them. It wasn't like that kind of situation. I didn't get that. They felt like they were a family. Right. But the little boy takes off and he runs. So I'm following the little boy in this meditation and he runs up to a chain link fence and there's a little girl on the other side of the chain link fence. The chain link, the little girl's wearing a white dress, a pink ribbon. And then they run to the end of the fence and they go play in this fountain that's at the end of the fence. And then the woman, the, the older black woman, she calls the little boy's name and he runs. He says, okay, bye. And he takes off. And the little girl is standing there and she looks very sad. And I'm like, well, what's the matter? And she's like, well, I'm not real. So what do you mean you're not real? You look very real. And then I started to notice she's fading in and out. And I get the feeling that this little girl is me. And it's so strange. Like, this is a past life type of thing. I'm like, okay. And she's like, well, I'm not real. And then all of a sudden she starts going like this. She's like, you're connected with them. She's just this. And it was like a full minute of this. And she's like yelling at me. You're connected. You're connected. You're connected. And then she's fading in and out. And then she takes me to this other uh, crick. Like we walk two steps and we're at the crick. And she points down the crick. And at the crick, there's like a, a little, like a log buildup. And then there's her bones. <laughs> and she's dead. She's like a ghost. It's like ghost in the garden. You ever read that book? It's like ghost in the garden book. And she's dead. And she's like, that's me. I'm there. So I don't have anywhere to go. But she's like, but you're connected. And then I started, and then all, I got the count and I started to count back up. And then I came up out of it. And I'm like, 
And then it made me think after that meditation, it made me think of that time that I fell into the freaking crick with Katie McPherson. And I'm like, what if I died then and just switched into a different timeline? And now here we are. What if we died like a whole bunch of times and we just suck at life. So they keep putting us in different timelines to try again. Like, no, ship, you got to do it again. Like, God, just take me home. Beam me up, Scotty. You're I'm not ready. You're not I ready. Take me to the weird planets. Let's go. Take me to take the no me space. To whatever. <laughs> take me to your leader. I'm sick of it. No, I'm, I'm convinced of that. And I, I also think too, um, was it, was it Wolf I was having these conversations with or was it somebody else? It might've been Chris. I can't remember. I was, I talked to so many fucking people and I have the same conversation. I'm like, did I tell you this? Like, did we talk about this yet? Um, I did the same thing. With that though, is, you know how sometimes you're like driving and you can just like, you see something happen, right? Like you can see like, oh my God, like, what if I just like yeet off of this bridge right now and we drown and die in like a pool of despair, right? Mm -hmm. We can recall major trauma in the gray areas. The new timeline shift also. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, and you're always told like, those are intrusive thoughts, right? Like when you, when you can picture something. That's what you're told. Right. That's the programming. but what if though, what if that really fucking happened? Like that's that deja vu, right? Like that's okay. Like that's that premonition. That's that foreshadowing of, okay, no, we're going to stay here. That's when all of a sudden, right? Like you're fucking with the radio and something tells you to look up at the last second and you're able to hit the brakes, right? Like, because otherwise you would have transferred and you would have died. You would have transferred into another reality. This traumatic thing would have happened. And it's keeping you from that. Like, no, you have to do this. No, you, you need to stay over mm-hmm. here. No, we can't have this happen. But what if those really aren't intrusive thoughts and they're telling us that they're intrusive thoughts so that they, they can keep us asleep and programmed? What if it's really your intuition? It's really your fucking intuition protecting you. Uh, Kevin wants to know your theory on deja vu. So deja vu, the best way that I've been able to explain deja vu is like, because when you have deja vu, so I think there's a difference between deja vu and like premonitions and foreshadowing. So deja vu, right? Like if you have deja vu, like everything is exact, the smells, the feelings, like you fucking touching your hair a certain way, like down to like very minute details is your present self tapping into your future self, remembering that past moment exactly for what it is. So I view deja vu, like when I have a deja vu moment, I'm like, okay, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Like, this is exactly what's supposed to be happening. That was See, a lot. It was really I quick. It was like, all coming out. That's okay. The way that I, the way that this young lady, she positioned deja vu, the study on TikTok, she said that, so deja vu is basically their same you who in the future, like you, like, cause you feel like you already did it. Right. Right. Because you're, you're, you're in that you you're remembering that timeline of when you already did it. So like, right. like a past timeline, like five minutes ago, you already did this. That's, that's the way that she understood or explained deja vu. And it's probably all connected in it that. It doesn't same matter way, the but... time though. Like it's mm-hmm. still your future self tapping into your past, which is that present moment. Because Correct. It's, it's I think maybe that was how she just explained it different. Yeah. That it's past, like present and future. Saying. It's past, present and future all coming into one because it, it all is one. So let's talk about this for just a second. So Josh says my worst accident, everything slowed down like a matrix mode. So I have been, I've been in accidents. I've, I've rolled my car, I've rolled my car a few times. Like I was not the best driver when I was a kid. 
But I can distinctly remember like getting into accidents and you know how they always talk about this. They always talk about slow motion. How when you, how it just slows, like from the outside looking in, everything's super fast. But for you, who's living in the experience, everything. So you, it's almost like, so you almost have time to react to, but you can't punch up to save yourself. Well, sometimes, but you always talk about, like you talked about the accident you, you were just talking about, like you got this bad accident. Like if it's slow-mo, but a lot of times your body can protect itself if it's given the chance to. Like it right. can tense up. But that's why they always say in a plane, brace. Because when you're tensed up like this, a lot of times you won't receive that's- quite the amount of damage that you would if you hadn't known it was coming. Well, and that's the other thing too, though, is like drunk drivers, right? Because they just go with the motion. They don't try and stop it. That's Correct. why a lot of times they, they don't, don't get injured. But with... With things slowing down, when I notice this the most, it happens quite frequently, is when I fall. Like when I fall off a horse, like when I take a fall, mm-hmm. like that shit's in slow motion. I'm like, like I can feel and see myself like, okay, I'm got, there's the horse's neck. And now yep, I'm we're falling the horse, down. right? Like it's super slow-mo and I can't, but I can't do fucking shit. See, and I can, when I rolled, I rolled, so I rolled my first car into the pit, which is more water. Odd. But I rolled my first car into the pit, but I can still remember even now. I was 16 and I could still remember the car slowly rolling into the pit. And I kept thinking like, I got to get this seatbelt off because we go into the water. I'm going to have to get out. And I, I can remember everything super slow. So I reached down, just unclipped the seatbelt. I was with Nicole Salberg. I undid her seatbelt. That's how, that's like, and that's how like present I was in that moment. Cause then I remember thinking, okay, now I got to clench up and then put my head down because the windshield's going to come in. Cause I could see the windshield. I'm like, we got to clench up. And I did, I ended up with a little cut and a little cut. She ended up with nothing and just ended up walking away. Uh, we both lived and we probably, it wasn't terrible, but it could have been really bad. Like if we, cause we landed upside down under the water, <laughs> if we weren't able to get out. So that's interesting that you couldn't move because I distinctly remember being able to actually change the outcome of what was happening because it was going so slow. It's, and I remember the radio playing too. Like, wow, this, it was a Ricky Martin song. I still remember the song. Living La Vida Loca. No, it was the other one. The one that he did with the, the ghost hunter lady in the video. What was that song called? Hero, I can be your hero, baby. That, that I'm, not, I'm not going to sing because I'm... I'm a terrible singer. We bell every morning on TikTok before we go live. We are not. We're, we're already. We're almost ten minutes to the end of this live, and we have yet to touch on ascension. We're gonna have to do this again next week. <laughs> listen, you guys, we're gonna get there. I promise. Someday the we're, lives we're, are gonna match listen, up with the topics listen, we got, that we listen, intend. Listen, to. Linda, we got to ascend to the ascension. All right, we can't. We can't. Well, and I think this is part of it, though. This is part it of the really matrix, is, though, right? It, it is. This is it breaking is. out of the matrix. This is having those conversations. This is questioning things. This is looking at things with a with an objective view from a different perspective. Well, and that's it. It's questioning everything. Like when we go back to the start of the live, Can when we, you when you feel pain, it's like. But why does that, why does that have to be pain? Why can't that be a good feeling instead? Well, digestion like, why can't you super change- fucking painful and our brain blocks yeah. that shit out. Why can't they do that That's for not- like, well, like I when think- you, a paper cut, I fucking hate paper cuts. They're terribly hurt. But why, why, why does that, you can like, you can like bust. Like, I remember I sliced my fucking finger in the middle of calls. Like that shit was bad. And I was just kind of staring at it. Like, all right, what are we going to do? This is the difference. This is like a um, lot of the breathing techniques too. When people go into cold water, 
It's just oh, about yeah. staying present in that moment and then controlling your reaction. And if you do it enough times, if you practice it enough times, your mind eventually will automatically do it. That's why some people can fall in frozen lakes and be able to swim themselves right back out because they've, they've because conditioned they their mind panic. to not panic. Right. Because you instantly go into panic. You instantly go into this panic mode. But if you can condition well, your, your mind to not shock. panic. Right. But the same thing goes with pain. Like when you feel right. pain, your almost instant reaction is panic. Even if it's just a little pain because you're like, oh, is this a heart attack? Oh, is it COVID? Am I going to die? Well, let's I- break it all up into COVID. That's exactly what happened. You, you put enough fear into people's minds. Every little thing that they have is going to be, is it COVID? It's probably COVID. It's probably a tumor. What? I like I like this one. It's up a little bit. It was at 944 from Little Wolf. Deja vu is when you're doing the exact same things in alternate timelines. I like that. That makes That's sense. That's what I'm too. saying. Yeah. Like when you're when you're right aligned with your person in your other timeline or like just a little bit different because deja vu, I don't know, deja vu for me is like it feels really familiar, but it's just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Something's just a little bit off. See, everything is oh, this is so interesting. Everything is oh, exactly that's not me. with deja Everything vu. is always fucking like, Mandela effect. It's down to like Time. the position of the straw. You know what I mean? Like it's the minute details. It's down to everything. Um, the Wim Hof method. I do cold rinses. I, I do, do the too. cold rinse of the sh- as much as I, and I. The Wim Hof method. Yep. <sighs> but I think it's the same thing with like tattoos and stuff too, though. I mean, that shit oh, yeah. hurts, but you go into this meditative space and you use that pain as therapy, right? Like I, that's ink therapy. Like that pain feels good like that pain allows you to get into this other mental space in order to release this other stuff that you're holding on like i i love fucking getting tattooed like i'll say yeah i can get hours. i can get tattoos i just got one right here like right on my ribs right on the bone and i anticipated it hurting because i'd read everything that ever i've never had a tattoo on my ribs i have lots of tattoos but not on my ribs but when i went in it just it really didn't i mean it it, for that in, that half a second. And it's like in that half a second when it initially starts, you make a decision. Mm-hmm. Is this going to hurt the whole time? Or can I breathe through this? Right. You, and you, if you decide to breathe through it, it, the pain gets less and less. Right. This is the same thing with like headaches or anything else. Like, mm-hmm. why is this pain? Like, why is this classified as painful? Why can't this feel good instead? And I've got a weird, not weird, but I, as far as pain goes, like I'm kind of weird with it. Hold on for me one second. Yeah. move through realities sorry about that they want breakfast pizza strong i was just just checking on the tiktoks it feels so good on the ribs and i don't know that it felt good but it didn't hurt like it didn't and it was over really fast i'll tell you what one really fucking hurt was this one that i got yo i sat for five and a half hours to get my whole thigh done i have a whole thigh piece on my leg Mm -hmm sent me through the fucking root. Like I was like, I like well, I know my fingers are gonna hurt. I know the fingers they are, are gonna because hurt. they're super thin and you're you have a lot but of this like... one didn't this one didn't hurt at all. This one wasn't that bad. Yes. Yo, this one sent me I was I was like holy fuck Leon and he was like yeah thank god I'm hanging on your finger the dude two booths over getting tattooed he's like did he do your finger and I'm like how'd you tell it's just I'm never done I probably won't ever do like this one hurt quite a bit but it was a cover-up of a cover-up yeah Leon's like why do you think I don't have finger tattoos and I'm like I understand he goes you know what hurt last time you came back for more I'm like I did I sure did (laughs) so SM says what if you're with someone that doesn't believe in any of this but you are I talk about this kind of thing with my husband and he looks at me. Okay. So SM, this is, here's the thing is 
a lot of people are going through that right now. I, and, you know, they, that's one half. And the best advice that I ever got was from somebody from about a year ago. And he sat me down and he said, look, ship, we're going to do this. You need to understand that not everybody's going to get to come. And that as you, as you evolve and as you awaken and as you step into your true self and your, your alignment, the people that are not supposed to be like the soul contracts that you have, or like the people that are not aligned with what you're supposed to be doing will just fall away. You're not supposed to force anything. You're not supposed to like, ah, you know, do anything about it. You're just supposed to keep growing yourself and growing your purpose. And you just got to kind of, I mean, you don't have to talk to them about it. A reason, you can't, a season, or a lifetime. Yeah. And that's going to be, and, and it's heartbreaking. It's hard. And it's, you know, you lose people, but you gain people. Like, on, I've lost everybody. Like, I, I don't have, like, a lot of friends left because this is what I want to talk about. And they don't want to talk about stuff like this. And that's fine. But I don't want to talk about your stupid kid and their super sucker. I think that's dumb. We're not going to talk about I don't want to talk about your muggle world. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about any of that. I don't care about your job. I don't care I don't. about anything that you care about. I want to talk about universe stuff. Like, I want to talk about yeah. ghosts. I want to talk about Let's talk about the collective. Events. Let's talk about talk about, Let's talk about politics. Let's get out of that. Like, let's normalize talking about politics for and religion. I don't know when that all got so, like, PC. Like, we can't talk well, about that. Well, because tough shit we because talk- you voted for Biden well, and he's trash we, and this is your holy fault. Holy shit. If we talk about it, we might actually find out that we have something in fucking common. Ah, oh, God forbid. Jesus but Christ. There's what they don't want to have happen is all of us and, come together. And you spend some time by yourself. And that's the point, right? That's the point. The point is you need to be by yourself to realize who you really are, what you really feel, what you really want to do who you're really supposed to be. You can only do that when you spend a considerable amount of time by yourself. It's the universe's way of making you like solo, making you by yourself so that you can realize what you're supposed to align with because we are all programmed from the day that we're concepted to be certain things, certain ways in the way that society thinks we need to be. Go to school and you learn it. You learn it from your parents. You have no idea who you are. I'm... I still really don't have any idea who I am, but I'm getting closer every single day. So I want, and, I, I, I heard yeah. this thing the other day that ties exactly into what you're saying is that <laughs> awakening and ascension is not changing who you are. It's discarding what you're not. Right. 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 Because you're not supposed to be any of these things that society is supposed to tell you. Right. This is what society wants you to do. This and is as the you, as you clean away that dirt, as you, as you fucking wipe away that bullshit, you're going to find that the inside has always been completely clean and ready to go. And it's, again, it's not changing who you are. It's discarding what you're not. And, and that's huge. Because and it's but it's it's scary. This goes back to I've had a lot of people too that they don't want to start because they're scared and it is scary because you don't know what that looks like. I don't know what that looks like. I have no idea. I don't I don't I don't I don't want to see ghosts. I don't want to see stuff. I don't want to feel uncomfortable in in situations where I used to feel alive. But I do now, and that's because I wasn't alive. I was just there. I guess I don't know. It's it's so weird because I could used to walk into a group of people. And it did. It, it filled me up. It made me feel alive because I'm, I was an extrovert. Like I was, this is what it was to me, but it was all fake. And, and now I walk into a group of people and I observe more than I do anything else. And I sometimes like depending on the group, obviously, but I observe and I watch and I'm not interested in yeah, being no part thanks. of any of, of what's going on right now. Um, 
it was very strange to switch over. So SM says I'm an introvert. So the difference between an introvert and an extrovert, an extrovert, that's what they do. They can walk into a group of people and that's what fills their cup. Like yeah. being around laughing and parties and big groups of people that fills their cup. It doesn't matter who the people are, just big, loud groups. But And then that's how it fills them up, right? But an introvert can do the same thing and it, and it, it makes you feel really good for 45 minutes. But then after about 45 minutes to an hour, when you've hit your mark, you got to dip because you're drained. There's, that there's also the introverted extrovert. Yeah, right? there's like, that too. Like, that's what I am. Like, I'm the same way. Like, I can do all of this. Like, I will I will walk into a room. I'll take it over. Like, we can mm -hmm. talk all day. Like, I'll be the fucking star of the show. Mm -hmm. I can and then I, I'm going to go. Though I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm done. Like, I'm done. An and then there's also times where like, no, we're not doing that. I'm much like a cat. Like, yeah. I'll, you can interact it, with me when I allow it. Everybody thinks that introverts and extroverts are about how you are in a situation. But the actual reality is whether you're an introvert or whether you're an extrovert is how you, your energy is refilled. My energy is refilled by time alone, meditation. I need to be by myself for a significant amount of time in order to recharge and regroup. And then, yeah, I can absolutely go back out there and do it again. See, mine's but, both for me. Like there's times like where I need to be alone. Like don't touch me. Don't talk to me. Like I'm going to go wander into my property somewhere. I'm going to go spend time with my horse or something. But then there's also times where like, fuck, like I'm in a really bad mood. Like I'm going to go do a live. Like I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like I'm going to go like be around people and like we're all just going to like raise our vibrations and like get in a better mood together. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's both for me. That's, that could be both for you. That is not both for me. Like when I get into a bad mood, I just back away. And I, I go, I go dark usually is what happens. Like, I, I don't want my face on the internet. I don't want my face anywhere. I go dark and I go, I usually, I usually I go in and try to figure out what the deal is because I don't like to throw up also on people that obviously didn't cause it. So there's some of that too. Right. Well, when I, I don't, and that's, that's one of the things that I've been doing. Different. Like I'm in a bad mood, like I'm grumpy, but we're not going to talk about it at all. Like when I go live, mm -hmm. like when I interact, like it's not like nobody knows that I'm in a bad mood. Like nobody right. has any idea. Right. See, and I don't want to do that. I'm different than that. Like, I don't, if I'm in a bad mood and I'm going to go live, you're going to know I'm in a bad mood because I can't not be, I can't, I, I suck at faking shit. I suck at, I well, it's suck not at faking it. it for, I mean, it's not faking it. It's just like, no, we're not going to do this anymore. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to make a conscious decision to be that. in a better mood. Yes. Right. Okay, so that's like, I go, yeah. That's I go different. into the live going, no, this, we're going to be in a better mood. We're going to be happy. Like we're going to do this. It's not that I'm faking it. I'm transmuting that energy. Well, let's, so let's tie that back into the matrix, right? So part of that video that we watched earlier, they talked about that's, this is 100% what this is, right? This, this is 100% what this is. This is 100% you taking accountability for your life, your actions, the situations that happen for you, not to you, and you making the decision as to whether or not you're going to change it. And this is where I think a lot of us are right now. And this is what exploded 2019 and 2020. This is what caused the divide. You can call it politics. You can call it conspiracy theorists versus woke, whatever. But the reality is, is it's all about accountability. So the majority of our conspiracy theory people out here, they recognize that whatever is happening for them, they are responsible for it. If you're not getting views, I'm responsible for that. The reason I'm not getting views is because my content sucks right now or because I'm trying too hard. Um, but, but the other side then will do this. People that it's aren't on the blaming. level that you're on, they will blame TikTok. They will blame this. They will blame that. They'll be like, oh, TikTok is shadow banning. They fucking might be. But uh, still, at the end of the day, you know, try. try why are you shadow different. banned about? Like, I because know why I'm, I'm shadow banned. I, I know. 100%.
I don't know that I necessarily believe in the shadow band stuff. I used to, I, I used to do. think I was shadow banned all the time. And then I was like, you know what? Let me try something else. And so what I did was I made a video that I felt like could be shared and, and interacted with and all of this stuff. It was some kind of, and shared with like with information in it that people would want to share. And I went from maybe a thousand views and then that video hit like 25,000 views. And right. I was like, okay, maybe that's it. Like, maybe this is about, and then I kind of tested it a little bit more. I did a video because I like, you're going to, if you follow me on TikTok, like I, I do a lot of the informational videos, but you know what? Fucking occasionally I do a video just to do it because I like to have fun with the stupid app too. So, oh, so do I. Yeah. I and, the, and the promos right and stuff, they're fun. They're fun for me to do. It really doesn't have anything to do with trying to push people to my YouTube or push people anywhere else. It has everything to do with they're fun for me to do. And I like to do them and it's a creative outlet. But those videos with- go almost nowhere. And yeah, okay. I've been fucking with, I cannot understand my ear just, my ears are ringing. I cannot understand the algorithm as a creator. Like I don't fucking get it. I don't, get I don't it. worry about it. I, I can't, Dude, we'll see. I'm always trying you, to like figure shit out though. You can't though. But with this, with, and here's what I found out. And I figured this out a long time because I used to do the same thing. I'm like, what if I do this? What if I do that? But, and I, but I did it and I did the test and it did work. But then there's other videos where I did the same thing and then they didn't work. And I'm like, okay, maybe that's not it. But then at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I don't really fucking care. Like, this is not why I'm here. I'm not here to try and beat the algorithm or get followers or get likes or get comments. I'm not here to promote my YouTube. I'm not here to promote my Telegram. I will if it makes sense because, like, we're going to talk about something that I think you'd be interested in. I'm going to – I'll put it out there. I'll give you info. But But that's what my Telegram is I'm here to just – Right. And that's – well, and that's another thing because I get a lot of comments like she's really pushing her Telegram. Well, I'm pushing the telegram because the video I'm about to show you is nine minutes long and I've only got three minutes to do it in. This is yeah. why I put, I put the rest in telegram because everyone's like, do you have the link? Well, I can't put the yeah. link in TikTok either in because telegram. they'll hide it. So I put do it in telegram. <laughs> right, I, like, don't like, I don't say that. People are like, I, they're like to... oh, well, you, you need to do this and you need to do that. I'm like, bro, have you even clicked on my fucking link tree? Because it's fucking impressive. Like, it's... have you even clicked on it? Because I've already done all the work. Like I've already done all the things and the thing with TikTok, like I'm now it's just an experiment for me. I have six fucking accounts and I, te- I just, I'm curious. I just want to know how it works. Like I just do it. As, I don't, like, I, I'm just I was curious. there too. Like I used, I used to do the same thing. I'm like, well, if the video is not going to go anywhere here, I'm going to post it to my other account and see if it goes. And, and then I did. I just oh, I don't even I'm like videos. I just play with it. I just, I never repost a video. I know I repost it. If it doesn't go, I had the one I did with Don Jake's thing set for like a half an hour no views just didn't go couldn't share it like what's going on tiktok what's up but i treat it like a joke i'm like you know what what's going on tiktok because i don't care like it's not that's not what's important what's important is i'm lining with my purpose my purpose is this and this that's is my what purpose been doing too is i haven't even been doing hashtags on my on my new two accounts and yeah. i've been like solely like this is gonna find whoever it needs to find like i'm that's not even like, i'm putting the video out there like i've really t- like I'm just curious how, I just want to know how it works. It's, it's, I'm not going to, yeah, and we can, we're not going to sit here and lie to you guys either and tell you, and it it feels really great when a video does take off and, you know, we get lots of comments Mm -hmm. because you're like, oh, yeah, fucking A. Johnson, that was a good video. Especially one of the ones that you put time, like that, the, like to edit. That's a good video. That never happens. That never, mine was, I have one at 180,000 views right now. I did two weeks ago. Luckily it's promoting my telegram, but I did it. I was, I just woke up. My hair's all over the place. I'm like, God, you guys, I can't with this. Like, really? 
But and that's how we roll with it because TikTok is a part of my purpose, but it's not my, my purpose is to, to do this and to keep talking and to keep talking about this kind of stuff and to normalize these conversations for people so that as we go over the next few years and as we're raising our children, this is huge. My children are really not going to know anything about the matrix. I mean, they're just not, they're, they're not in school. They're not, they they're going to know, I mean, what I know, but for the most part, we're very careful about, well, what do you think? Like, how, what is your body? What is, what is your mind telling you what it is? And then that's probably right because that's, you know, we're very, this is about like this next generation and then for them to take it to the generation after that. So this is about these next generations here on this planet so that you've got, you know, the next hundred years of nothing but awakened souls who are living their beings of life we are the awakening we are and they're the ones that are going to benefit from it (laughs) we're the ones that are changing all of this we're the ones that are breaking the generational curses we're the ones that are going wait a second wait a second that's not no no no. we're not gonna do that shit anymore Mm -hmm. yeah we're we're not gonna gonna do this anymore we're no longer participating in the fuckery we're not gonna do it i can't believe how much of my childhood trauma came from school (laughs) and that's and i and i know like somebody said well your kids aren't gonna have that same trauma there or they might not have that same trauma, but here's the reality is of the, the trauma that I had in school far outweighed the benefits, any benefits that I got from mm-hmm. being in school, looking back at it now as an adult, like this is where all of my programming came from. This was, I was too fat or I was too thin or I wasn't good enough. Or I was, I had or to be the center popular of popular kids, right? I had to be the center, I had money. to be the center of attention. This is where my competition came from. I played every sport. Oh, well you dropped the ball, you know, and all of my triggers and all of my my stuff came from those situations, a lot of them in school, from teachers, from other kids, from my kids are not going to know any of that unless they make the decision as they get much older to go back to school. But I'm hoping by then they will have their own identity and personalities kind of already built in. But they're not going to have any idea what any of that is like. They're not going to have to heal any of that trauma, which is interesting to me because I talked to some adults who were homeschooled as kids and one is an engineer out at where Mr. Shipper worked like he gets paid and he's a fucking engineer and he was homeschooled by his mom Mm -hmm. and he is he's like the most confident guy very relaxed laid back and has none of this garbage like that he had to deal like he's I'm sure he's got some throat like you know but he has none of the school like he doesn't know the indoctrination trauma. Like, he doesn't have right, any of to that. be eating alone at a lunch table. Like even thinking about that now makes my heart still heavy. And we're talking 30 years ago, but it's like, imagine that little kid eating alone at a lunch table because nobody wants to sit with him. That's traumatizing. I've been there. It's fucking it, sucks. It is more. And I, I'm sorry, but it far outweighs any benefit that they can get from going to public school at this yeah. point. If as far as mental health goes. And my kids aren't going to have to experience that. They're probably going to have other traumas because look at their mom. (laughs) But they're not going to have to go to therapy because of school. Yeah, indoctrination trauma. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Even before the pumpernickel fucking happened, and I was like, we are, like, even before I got pregnant, I was like, if I ever have kids, like, I'm never sending them to school. Like, school was the fucking worst for me. All the way around. I never... I didn't say it was the worst for me, but I was on board with the whole establishment. I was on board. Like, give me all of the everything with the school stuff until TikTok. 
And then I started seeing these teachers on TikTok and some of the teachers that were close to me, like that were in my state out here screaming about with their Black Lives Matter masks and wanting to talk to kids about pronouns as sexual preferences as they're in kindergarten. And that was nope. the one that Aunt did. Aunt did a duet with me. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Like, no, 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 nay, nay. And then my kids would come home and they would be so upset about the masks. Their mask would be so dirty and or they lost it and the teacher yelled at them. And I'm like, no, 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 no. No more no. are we participating in the fuckery. We're not going to participate in this any longer. And I am back. I'm still, I still have moments of like, geez, I wonder if they're still getting the social interaction. But then I go back to my, my experience in school and all the social interaction I got from my experience in school led to a shit ton of trauma as an adult, right? I am not able to communicate anything. It's really hard for me to make friends who are women. I can't, this all came from that. And I have to fix that. Like I have, and they're never going to have to fix that. They're so solid in themselves and what they know. And I fucking let them be, you know what? You think the earth is flat, dude? You're probably right. It probably is. Look it, it up. I don't know. It may be. It Go may Google be. it. Yeah. With that, my girl, we are right at the top of an hour. So wow. I'm going to wrap this up. Do you, I know. We're yeah. going to get there. Do you have so any I final have thoughts? Thing, I do have oh. one thing that I do yes. want to, I want to, I want to take the floor for Absolutely. a second. Total promotion. Um, But I'm doing this new thing. I started this thing, Bitching with Bertha. And it's going to be like karaoke style. And I'm, I have slots set up so you can come on and you get the floor for eight minutes with me, right? Like if you can't go live yet on TikTok, come to bitching with Bertha. Like if you have something you want to promote, if you have a vent, if you have a bitch, if you want to, you know, talk about something, if you have a question, oh, if you just want to come on live, this. like I'm going to do, I'm going to set up slots. So it's through my, buy me a coffee. It's totally free. We're going to do it Tuesdays and Saturdays. So Tuesdays at three 30, but I'm really, I'm really excited about this, but I wanted to open my platform up to people that may not want to go live by themselves or can't go live because TikTok sucks. So there's no requirements. There's no nothing. So that's, that's what I'm starting. Um, it starts today. So I'm super stoked it. about that. Your links. So everything she's got is linked here below in the description. So you can go, if you go into her, buy me a coffee, she uses everything the website. Everything is there. You don't have to subscribe to her, buy me a coffee. You don't have to follow it, but you can find all of her information in her, buy me a coffee. And I kind of do it the same way. We do it this way because it's free. So we and don't have to pay easy. for a website and it's easy. So I can't just so my you know, website. Yeah. Like, yeah. This isn't like a promo to come and this is because it's free and it's easy. Right. So you can find all that information below with her. Our telegram is also listed below. Um, make sure to grab us there and, and everywhere else we are. And we're just going to keep going with that. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for coming out to the live this morning. This I, was this an was amazing class. live. This was an amazing live. They always are when it goes this way. Um, we are off tonight and we are live first thing tomorrow morning with Jen Snow in the morning show. We've got a special guest tomorrow and it's a surprise. So we have a special guest with Jen tomorrow. We're going to do current events when then we're going to talk more about um, the spirituality. We'll probably dibble into Ascension and we have a special guest. So make sure to check us out. That's 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for you. Bye, guys. You think it's so fucking gay?